Taylor Ball here. Last month, my friend Nora invited me to dinner to celebrate with her family the fact that we had just finished our exams. Woohoo! Cue the cheers and cue the applause. Now let's put studying on pause. <laughs> anyway, at dinner, we were talking about exams and how we think they went. I think I mentioned to Nora that I never seem to have enough time to finish my exams. Then she said, yeah, there's no way I would finish in time if I wasn't writing in cursive. I guess I must have given her a funny look or something. And then I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, it's so much faster to write in cursive. Think about it. With cursive, you're writing one full word at a time before you have to lift up your pen, rather than writing each letter one by one. Huh, I said. I never really thought about it like that, but it doesn't work for me. Good for you, but I'm left-handed, and, well, lefties can't write in cursive. Now it was Nora's turn to give me a funny look. She turned and said, Taylor, I'm left-handed, and I can write in cursive. What the heck are you talking about? It was then that I realized I had spent my whole life believing something that just wasn't true. I hadn't bothered to learn cursive because I thought it was something I couldn't do, something impossible. Crazy, I know, but I realized I had this huge limiting belief. So here's Taylor's take on limiting beliefs. Let's get this ball rolling. I started wondering if I had other limiting beliefs and soon I had compiled a pretty big list. For example, as a lefty, I can't write in cursive. I also can't do mental math. You may remember this from one of my earlier podcasts. I also realized that I often limit how much stuff I can accomplish. I tell myself that I'm too tired to do anything after dinner. I claim that I just can't work after dinner. This is pretty silly because I actually end up wasting time doing other mindless stuff that keeps me up when I really could have accomplished more important tasks. C'est la vie, I guess. <laughs> Another limiting belief. The list goes on and on. I know I'm not alone. Everyone has a few limiting beliefs, but you just might not be aware of them. You may think that you will never be as good at something as so-and-so, or you may think that you just can't do something. You may think you're too old or too young, too experienced or too inexperienced. The more I thought about limiting beliefs, the more I realized that as a society, we have a whole lot of them. This is obvious when you look at our use of language and the common sayings we have. We say that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, or that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. We say that you shouldn't rock the boat, and that curiosity killed the cat. We say that boys will be boys. Ew. <laughs> we also say that great minds think alike. All of these sayings discourage change and encourage the status quo. Essentially, they're instilling limiting beliefs. You can't change, so don't try. But our limiting beliefs don't have substance, for the most part anyway. Up until 330 BC, a long time ago, we believed that the world was flat. We were scared to explore and worried that if we did, we would fall off the edge of the earth. It seems crazy now, but at the time, it was a very serious concern. Throughout history, our society has and still does put limitations on each other's intelligence, too. We think that certain traits like gender, race, and skin color 
define one's intelligence and ability. But time and time again, this hasn't been the case. We have surpassed societal limitations. For a really long time, we thought it was impossible to fly. People even started saying, if God had meant us to fly, he would have given us wings. <laughs> Another limiting saying, I might add. But look at us now. We have flights flying across the world 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whoa, talk about impressive. We didn't think we could go to space. We did. We didn't think we could go to the moon. We did. We didn't think we could go to Mars. We're on our way. We had cured diseases, invented groundbreaking technology, phones, computers, the World Wide Web, and have done so much more. I've noticed that a pattern has emerged. Once a few people overcome a limiting belief and discredit it, it becomes easier for other people to do the same. For example, it was long believed it was impossible to run faster than a four-minute mile. People claimed that it was beyond the physical ability of the human body. But even though it was declared impossible, we've done it. Multiple times. In 1954, Roger Bannister was the first person to ever break the four-minute barrier. But once someone like Roger does something deemed impossible, others start believing that they can also do the impossible. Because why not? If he can do it, so can I. Ten years after Roger Bannister's record, Jim Ryan became the first high school student to beat the four-minute mile. Way to go, Jim! In the last 50 years, as athletes have challenged the impossible, the record for the fastest mile has dropped by almost 17 seconds. Now, I know that seems small, but it's crazy. Mind you, these were 17 impossible seconds that are now possible. Pretty cool, if you ask me. Since Roger's initial achievement, almost 1,000 people have broken the four-minute barrier. 1,000 people. The four-minute mile is no longer impossible. It's still challenging, incredibly grueling, but at least it's not impossible. So that's Taylor's take on limiting beliefs. Just because someone else thinks something can't be done doesn't mean you can't do it. You probably can so, what's your limiting belief? Will you succeed in spite of it, or will you give up because it hasn't been done before? Maybe your limiting belief is something as small as thinking you can't write in cursive, or that you're bad at math. Maybe it's something bigger, like you think that you can't save the planet, or that one person can't make a difference. What will you do to change and overcome your own limitations? I want to hear your thoughts, but for now, I gotta bounce.